Well, good morning. We're coming to you from Holy Cross this morning. Uh, I am up here instead of Butch because uh, I'm the Sunday School Superintendent and we have just finished up our very first Firm Foundations Sunday School class for new converts that uh, Chase, step into view, has, <laughs> has been teaching for us and uh, we're having a graduation ceremony this morning. We wanted y'all to be a part of it. So before we get started in that, I feel like we should open in prayer. So, Marty, would you open us in prayer? Your kind and gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you again, Lord, for this day. And, Lord, I just pray that you'll bless this service here today. And we thank you for your love, mercy, and grace you bestowed upon each and every one of our hearts. Uh, and Lord, I just pray that you'll bless in this service. I pray, God, you'll bless in uh, the anointing of this service. I pray your Holy Spirit to come down and minister to every heart here, God, through the song and through the preached word. And what we're about to do for these uh, young people, Lord, has been through this class. I pray to God that you will just uh, strengthen them, Lord, and let their walk grow closer to you, Lord, and their, their ways go closer to you. And I thank you for each and every one of them and what they've done through this class and for all that you've done with our church and our church family here. Lord, there was many that had we had prayer requests for. I pray, God, you'll bless there. And we just love you for all you do for us, Lord, and we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And as I said... Uh, of course, I've already told the church, but uh, they'll get to hear it again. But we've had Chase as the teacher uh, for the Firm Foundations class. He's done an excellent job. Uh, he's done some of it with like a small group of the new converts and young adults. And then he's done some of the teaching in here with the rest of us. Uh, and what I've heard of it has been awesome. And I'm excited for that to continue as we have more new converts. Uh, that's something y'all can be praying about. That the, uh, we do have more converts as the time goes along to have another firm foundations class and to continue that right along and to grow up uh, young people and adults and just whatever the age is to to be a, a life for God amen. not for this church but for God amen amen I'll let you speak so just briefly on again what that class was was like you said, the, the name of it was Firm Foundations, but it was to give everyone, no matter the level of faith or the experience that that individual had, a base level of understanding of what to take and what to build from so you can continue to grow. Amen. And before we get all the, what I call it, the grandparents have come up here, I'm going to have Kendall speak on a little bit more what the class was for her instead of what it was for me as the instructor. I took advice from a lot of people who took the class um, and I wanted to make sure that Chase got to hear this because it meant a lot to us. Um, we did a, today was our, technically our last day and at the beginning he sat us down and we wrote um, a goal, just one goal you could write multiple but I wrote one and um, today he asked if you completed that goal. And I think Chase is very proud that everybody raised their hand that they completed at least something Amen. that they wrote down on that piece of paper. Amen. And that stands out. That, I mean, that was a hundred percent success rate. I mean, it, there was there was no doubt that everybody grew um, through this. But I just wanted to point out, and when I recommend this class further um, as someone who's took it to someone who's going to take it, um, this class is for everyone. Amen. No matter your understanding, no matter your knowledge of the Bible. Whether you were saved 10 minutes ago or you've been saved for 20 years, it doesn't matter. Um, 
the group that we had who took it, it was a support group for each of us. Um, you know, there's been times where I've texted some of the people in that group and said, I'm really struggling to act like I need to to get to my goal today. I need y'all to pray. Amen. And I know that those people that I messaged were praying for me. And I felt the, those prayers and I felt like we were growing together. Um, every week you come in there and you're all together and you're reevaluating that goal. You're seeing that goal every single week. And it's a reminder of what that means to you and what that means with your relationship with God. Um, it's personal. Like I said, you make your own goals. Um, so it's what you want it to be. For me, it was totally something different than what it may have been to any other person in that class. Um, and for the people who have been saved for a while, it's a reminder of just how good God is. Amen. And who doesn't Amen. want that? Amen. Um, it also prepares your soul and you have the words of encouragement to give other new converts or people who are looking into our faith who we may not have had the answers before this class. We get answers to our own questions and therefore we can share the answers that we've been given. Um, and I think that was all, but I'm just wanted to say that I'm very thankful for the class and I feel much more equipped to go out and share the word having had the class. Amen. Amen. It's on. It's on. Okay, so now we will uh, have the graduates for the class as I call them out come up and they'll receive their certificate and then we'll move on from there. Kendall, you actually can make a beat. Yeah. All right, I'm going to hand the certificate to Jess and then get it to Kendall and then the new grads come up, grab your cert, and then just follow through with it. All right, first one is Clara. Parker. Rain. 
Daniel. Sam. Caleb. Lexi. individuals decided, well, one of them decided that they wanted to speak this morning and address, it's, I don't know. All right, one of them decided that they specifically wanted to speak this morning and talk about it, and the other two, I told them they were talking about it, and to kind of talk through how the goals really worked, why we made them, and then what specifically in the class gave them the ability to take strides towards that. Alright, so my goal was to teach in some manner, and it was something that I was not comfortable doing, and it's not something I wanted to do, because I'm just not that type of person, I don't like getting in front of everybody as I'm here now, but uh, I had to pray about it and seek it. And uh, I had the support I needed from each individual. Um, the Lord had been working on me. He's like, hey, you, need, you know, I, I had been reading and studying, and he's like, hey, you need to teach this. And I was like, I don't know about all that. But what I do want to say is if there is something that's on your mind or the Lord is, is pulling you and and trying to get you to do, do it. Because in the end, it's much greater than you think it's going to be. It's not. I, I just felt like, you know, you have to obey the Lord. If you don't, you're going to, you're going to receive the consequences for that. Amen. And when he started pulling me and telling me, hey, you need to teach. And I was just like, no. Nah. And then finally, you know, you just have to give it up. Whatever it is you're, you're dealing with, you just give it up. And it's so much more greater. And, Amen. Uh, that class is, if you're wanting to do it, I mean, it's just come and talk to them about it or talk to somebody say, hey, you know, there's something I like to do. And then you'll, you'll get a blessing out of it. That's what I'm going to say. That's all I got. <laughs> Amen. Okay, so I'm the one, of course, that he was talking about that asked to speak, and I felt like I needed to say this to everybody for some reason, but one of the things 
verses that Pace talked about a lot was unconditional love. And the love that we receive from him. And I am a very visual person, so God gave me like a number line. Because, I don't know, images just pop in my head. And when we see a number line, the first thing that we see is all the dots. All the numbers. And, like, we always see our mistakes. We look back, we see what we did wrong. We saw that we didn't do this good enough. Or we should have done this. And... I'm just so thankful that he doesn't see those dots. He sees our life beginning to end, and he's still able to love after our mistakes. Amen. And when we walk away, he can see how many times we walked away, how many times we were the one that went away. But instead, he chooses to love us just as he loved his son. And even if we do walk away, he sent his son for us. And he was able to just love the way that we should and that just really stuck out to me overall the class is great we talk a lot about love and how we ought to be as christians and i just really thank chase for the opportunity to speak and for the class amen y'all already know that i talk too much so i'm going to keep it short <laughs> um i had a goal of one, studying the Bible, and my second one was knowing God's will for mine. And how I reached those goals and how I set myself aside was praying, for one. And for two is, like, when I, whenever I studied, I would only study for, like, a duration time of, like, I don't know, 10 minutes is how long I would study before I took the class. And when we started talking about uh, studying and love and charity and giving and every single thing that we talked about in the class, it just made me want to pursue more of how to study and what to study. So not only did I progress in studying Amen. my Bible, but I also reached out to someone in the church and asked them to be like, hey, you know, I'm stuck, what should I read? And, like, for me, that's my biggest thing that I need to overcome is asking. Because I feel like now that I am a preacher that I should know everything, but that's not the case. I mean, you can't know everything. You, you ain't going to know everything. And just like the class, even though you're a new convert, it doesn't mean you're just going to step right into, you know, Jesus' side and, go his way the whole time you're going to slip up you're going to fail you're going to fall sometimes i mean that's just how we are that's the flesh that's us as individuals but the other thing that was my goal was to know his will for mine and uh we got to share a little bit about that this morning with the group that chase put us in it was groups of three or four and uh my how i know personally i feel like Everybody in here is going to have a different way that they know, hey, this is God talking to me. This is myself talking to me. My thing is kind of like conviction. So whenever I've done my will and not his will, I knew automatically, hey, this is wrong. Or, hey, this isn't right. This is not where I should be. Or, what could you do? I had a question popping into my head. What could you do for me instead of yourself? I had that pop in my head like constantly, constantly. So 
not only do we as the congregation or new converts need to get convicted in a sense, but we also need to realize, hey, is this my will or is this God's will? Ask yourself that question sometimes. Amen. Because, Amen. I mean, I struggled with it and I had to ask God and myself, why am I doing this? And he would, he would even ask me sometimes, why are you doing this? You know, and putting me in situations that I can, whenever I tried to get out of it myself, I couldn't do it. He was the only one to do it. And I do thank Chase for putting this class on because even though I was saved, or I say was, but even though I was saved before the class and rededicated my life when we went to the Arise meeting and everything, just, you know, I took that step, but yet this class made me take a greater step. So in this class, I'm thanking him more so of thank you for putting this class on for one. Thank you for letting God use you and letting him lead you in the way that he wanted you to be led. Amen. And thank you for being his will constantly. There, I don't feel like there was a time when you was either up here on the stage or over there in the class that you wasn't in his will. And I just want to thank you for that. Amen. Amen. Well, obviously, we know who to give the credit to for the entirety of the class and everything that came from it. Just the, the last thing and the, the really like closing remarks for myself was the same ones as it was with the class. That's the last lesson that was today, which was no matter what, your end goal is to strive to be like Christ. Amen. Strive to try to live the life as similar to possible as the one that he tells us to live. And that's the end goal for the class and for the entirety of your faith, no matter where you're at. Amen. 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 And I wanted to say, uh, to close things out with this, that uh, Caleb brought up a good point, and we this is a firm foundation class for new converts. But you know, there may be a time that, that when you were saved, you didn't get to go through a new converts class, so you didn't get the the what we call the firm foundations. Uh, and if you want to go through the class. Uh, like you said, just let us know. We're, Chase is actually going to college this week, so it may take us a, a week or two to get things situated and get the class started back up, but uh, it's eight weeks, right? And the way we talked about doing it was Chase would come back here uh, for the initial start of the class, go over <coughs> some things with the, the new group that's going to be in class, and then uh, for a few weeks, we'll do some remote teaching uh, by Zoom or whatever we can get worked out. And then midway through, he would come back again and have an intimate time with the students that's in the class, then go back to the, to the remote learning, and then he'd come back at the end like he, and do a service like we've done today where uh, we have, he has a final class and we have a graduation ceremony. So. If any of you is interested in that, uh, I guess just see me. That way, Chase don't have to worry about that, and I can uh, I can get you on the list. And the next class that comes up, whenever the date is, in a couple of weeks, we will let you know, and you can be a part of it. Amen.
Who is that? Very good. So it was her children. 
And if you're watching this, Brent Hole, you remember him in prayer. Remember Marty, my granddaughter, in prayer. They need your prayers. And uh, ain't nothing over until God said it's over, okay? That's, that's right. Amen. So uh, man <clears throat> can only go so far, but God can go all the way. Amen? Thank, thank you, Lord. That's who we are today. We, we live by faith. Uh, our faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. When we come to church, we hear the preaching, we hear the teaching, we grow just like you've seen all these young people that come up here this morning. What the closeness that this teaching that God done through Chase brought them closer to the Lord. That was the intent of the purpose That's of right. having this program, and we want you to be a part of that. Amen. But you don't have to be a teenager to be a part of that. Amen. Uh, it's for the new convert, those that maybe have just been saved for a few short years, or even saved for 20 years. We don't care, or just for a week or so. We, we grow. Every time you pick up the Bible, God put me in the book of Isaiah yesterday evening about 6.30 and I stayed in it and studied till 11.30 last night. And I said, Lord, what do you want to preach today? And he said, go to the book of Isaiah. And I studied and I studied and I studied and I read chapter after chapter after chapter. <laughs> until I got to where he wanted me to get. But he wanted me to do this studying along the way. And so I didn't give up. I know what I've studied, everything in there needs to be preached, amen, and it has been. But I know the Holy Spirit had to show me that that was what God wanted. Amen. But when I got to where God wanted me, then he said, now, you really look at this real close. And so, uh, so y'all pray for me this morning. I might bring the message that God gave me. Uh, it's food for your soul. We need it. Uh, remember these men tonight up at Mount Vernon, these young preachers that's going to be standing and preaching. Uh, my wife's sick. Remember her in prayer, if you will, Sandra. Uh, She's uh, pretty sick. So keep her in prayer. I told him I didn't know if I'd get to come or how long I'd get to come and stay. I don't know. Just have to wait to this seat and see how everything is up there. But, uh, you know, Jesus said, forsaken, assembling yourselves. Forsaken, not assembling yourselves together so much the more as the day draws nigh. Well, we're here. Amen. Uh, ch children win the last roundup. Amen. And uh, all you have to do is just look around in the world and pick your Bible up and remember what your mom and daddy taught you. If they brought you up in church and what you've been taught, it's, it's coming to pass now. Yeah. And uh, you want to live in the times of the Bible coming to pass where well, you are. That's right. You're living in those times. But God chose you to be here now. And that's why you're here.
God has a purpose for every one of you. Every one of these you've seen standing up here, he has a purpose for every one of them. Amen. And God's going to work through the men, the women, all that stood up there. He's going to work through them that their lights be shine. Amen. I told Brother Brent last night, I said, Brent, I said, now, we know that the Bible said there's none good but the Father because they told Jesus, they come to him and said, good master. And he said, well, thou callest me good. He said, only the Father is good. But we use that term so many times when we see the goodness of God coming out of people. God is good, so I don't mind telling Brother Brent, I said, Brother Brent, you're a good man. I said, uh, you've been a light in this community for a long time. I said, every time I pass, turn in to come down the road, I look up on this hill because I know there's a light on this hill and it draws me up there. And I said, you remind me a lot of your, your Uncle Charlie. He had a big heart. You've got a big heart. You've helped your neighbor. You've been there. And uh, I don't know if God's true with him down here yet or not. I just don't much believe he is. But that's just my opinion. Uh, but I said, the reason I say that because of the one that lives in you, one that lives in your heart. Amen. And I said, uh, and you know, I'm telling all you that stood up here, who you're getting close to is the Lord. Yeah. I'll let you down. I already have. And we'll let one another down. But the Lord don't let us down. That's right. Amen. He hasn't let Marley down. He hasn't let Brent down. He hasn't let anyone down. Now, when he gets through with us, the Bible says, we consider not when a loved one is taken away, they're taken away from the heartache to come. I'm tired of this sinful world myself. I'm tired of living in it. I'm tired of, tired of seeing what's done, but I know it's more needful for me to be here right now that I can be a light for him. Yep. Amen. Jesus said, Father, I pray not that you take them out of this world. That wasn't his prayer for us. But you would, you would bless them and give them the strength and the love in their heart like you put in mind that they could share it. Because Jesus said, I go away and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you. That's where I am. You may be also. <coughs> so, you know, he's with the Father. And we're still here. And we're still here for a purpose. Brent is still here for a purpose. His light is shining. It's touched the heart of all of his neighbors and the people that his life has touched down through the years. It's touching their heart. It's making them more humble. Amen? When you see it that way, then you can begin to see the reasoning behind what's going on. In our weaknesses, God's grace is made sufficient. And so that's what we have to hang on to, is God's grace. That's right. So let's just keep praying for one another. Uplifted hands.
all over the house. I know you have prayer requests, and God knows your prayer requests. Let's all of us stand. You just talk to God about it. And we're going to pray, okay? And we're going to ask them that wants to be anointed to come on up here. If you want to come to this altar and pray, you come on. Anybody see the little hole down there? <clears throat> Remember Sandy in your prayers? <clears throat> She's uh, got the flu and She's been sick, girl, and remember her and David. David's been sick also. Keep him in your prayers. And uh, who else have I forgot? But God knows the needs of everyone, and let's just lift everybody up to Jesus today. Just help me. Bless your heart. You big hands like mine. Okay. <coughs> Anoint your name, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Anoint your name, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Did you guys get for Okay. <clears throat> Mark. Your kind and gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we come. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come today, Lord, we're just thankful for the privilege, and it is. God, we have this honor that we can touch your heart today, Lord, through our prayer. Jesus is our making intercession for us, Father, even now as we speak. And Father, it's nothing that we have done that deserves any credit. Our Savior deserves all the credit, Lord, for what he done. And you, Father, for you loved us so much. And Lord, I pray for Summer. I pray for her healing. God, I pray that you touch her and deliver her. And I pray uh, as Michael sends in for Brent, God, I pray for his healing. And Lord, I want myself for Marley this morning and my wife, Sandra, and I pray for their healing, Lord. And I just ask you to bless them. I pray for all that come through the, uh, the church this morning, through the doors of the church, and those that are here. And Father, we just hold everybody up to you in prayer. We pray for the services tonight up at Mount Vernon. God, that you would bless her. And then, Lord, we just pray, God, that you would bless the remainder of the service here. That you would bless, Father, our nation and our country, God. Even though it's the shape that it's in, God, we just pray that people will turn their heart and their life, repent, and God be saved before it's eternally too late. So we're an orphan the peace of Jerusalem. We ask all these things. Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right, I'll just... <clears throat> Go ahead, Joshua. Father, Lord, come again in the name of Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the wonderful service we've already had this morning, Lord, for the Sunday school lesson, Lord, the testimonies about uh, the class that they went through, Lord. And, uh, Lord, we just ask you just to bless this offering, Lord, and let it go to thy will, Lord. We just thank you for all. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.
After offering's been received, turn around and check your neighbor's hand. You don't have a church to go to? You're welcome to come here and visit with us. If you like it, you're welcome to stay. And, you know, we just uh, got built these facilities. His house is for all that will come and to worship him in spirit and in truth.
Amen. Amen. Praise
Kind and gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you again for this day. Pray, God, you'll bless our pastor as he's about to stand. A special anointing on him, and I pray, Lord, you'll bless the reading of thy word. And we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord, say, what in the world was that rapid? There's a screen coming down. <laughs> Isaiah 53. It says, Who have believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? <laughs> Praise the Lord. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Amen. Amen. There is no beauty that we should desire. <laughs> I thought about this. He wasn't a pretty child. He wasn't a handsome man. He didn't come to be pretty and he didn't come to be handsome. He didn't want you to look in at him as something spectacular. What he wanted you to see was his heart. Yeah. And his purpose of being here. I told Sandra one time, y'all heard me say this, and was at the Autumn Leaf Festival, and I seen this child. And I told Sandra, I said, Sandra, I just seen the ugliest baby I've ever seen. <laughs> And she said, Boots, there ain't no such thing as an ugly baby. I said, well, I'm going to take you and show you one. 
And I took her and showed her that baby. And she went, oh. <laughs> you weren't lying, was you? <laughs> I said, I told you it was ugly. <laughs> but the baby couldn't help it. And the parents didn't, you know, they looked okay. <laughs> that baby. <laughs> you know, Jesus may have looked just like that baby when he was born. Because the Bible said he wasn't someone that you would desire to look upon. Amen? That's what it But it ain't about what we look like today. We're so obsessed with our looks and other things in our life rather than what Preach it. people really see when they look at us. Preach it. Amen. I wanted Brent to know what I saw when I looked at him. When I went and visited with him yesterday and the other times I went. I saw someone that loved the Lord. I saw someone that loved the Lord and had a lot of God's ways in his life and in his heart. That's what I saw. I wasn't looking at the outward appearance. I was looking what was shining out of him was the love of God. And the love that he had for his family, and the love that he had for his friends and loved ones. And he showed that. He showed that in his life. He let people know what was in his heart. Because the Bible says from the abundance of the heart, our mouth speaketh. Amen? Yeah. I've never heard him say anything that went contrary to the Word of God. Now maybe he did earlier in life, I don't know. I know I did. Yeah. Somebody shut my mouth the way that I used to talk, and God did. He zipped it up, and he gave me a new tongue, and he gave me a new life, he gave me a new way of talking, he gave me a new way of walking. Yep, amen. And let me tell you something, it ain't what we look like on the outside. Did you know that Jesus was born in poverty. His mama didn't have no money. His daddy didn't have no money. They were poor. He didn't come as this rich person. He come as an humble servant. Amen. To serve his father, which art in heaven, hallowed be his name. And that's how he would have us to come today, as an humble servant. I don't want you to look at me and look at who I am. I want you to be able to see him in my life. Amen. Amen. That's what my heart's desire is, that I could be a light for him. That's why the poor was able to connect with Jesus because he come as they were. But he brought them hope. Yeah. And he brought them healing. Amen? Yeah. And he brought forgiveness in their life. Amen. <laughs> He's that kind of God. Jesus said, when you see me, you've seen the Father. He wasn't talking about his appearance. He was talking about what was in his heart. 
I want people to be able to see the Father in me. I want them to be able to see his good works that he has performed and in my life. Bible says there's a way that seems right unto a man, but man's ways is all wrong. For the end of man's ways is destruction. But faith and love and hope and purity and goodness and gentleness, that's all of the Lord. Amen. God so loved the world. Caleb, how he loved you, honey. Back when you was, every one of us, when we was started out in this walk of life, we become teenagers and we started doing naughty things and getting into trouble and some of it followed us right on up into our manhood or womanhood and we still hadn't grown up. We were still walking around and doing foolish things and saying foolish things and our heart wasn't made right and just anything we thought, we just blundered it out. Jesus never done that. That's right. The Bible said he come as a lamb before the slaughter, and he opened not his mouth. This kingdom, the devil offered it to Jesus. Why? Because God had given him power over it. Amen? He said, all this I'll give unto thee if you'll just fall down and worship me. That didn't even tempt Jesus. Why? Because he never lived in the flesh. He lived through the power of God. Amen. He took upon the sin himself. He chose. He didn't want to, but he chose to live in sin. That you and I don't have to. He done it for our sakes. He said. Who have believed our report? Well, not a whole lot, evidently. Because the majority of the world is lost and on their way to hell. And you know what? They want to crucify you and I because we're telling them unless they repent, they're going to die and go to a place called hell. Amen. Yep. And, and they're casting out our name as evil because we stand and tell them the truth. Amen. And they hate you because you tell them the truth. They hated Jesus. They crucified him because he told them the truth. The truth shall set you free. That's right. Yeah. And if you ain't heard the truth, you can never be set free. Right. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And no one, no one, absolutely no one comes to the Father except by me. That's right. That's it. He's the way. Who have believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? <clears throat> because we know he's a supreme ruler. Amen? We've accepted that into our heart and into our life. That God is supreme. And God is in control. No matter what anybody thinks. That's right. Amen. <clears throat> My Bible tells me on the day of judgment, God will laugh at their calamities Amen. for what they have done yep. and what they have said yep. and how they mocked God and spread their self out in the world like a green bay tree. 
deceiving other people and killing and robbing and cheating people. <clears throat> That's what the world does. Do you think the president of the White House cares anything about you? I don't. He hasn't proven to me that he cares one thing about me. He's bringing in everybody in into our country, <clears throat> putting more on us than we can bear just to get a vote. Why are you preaching on the president for? I'm just telling you that that man could care less about you. Amen. But there's a few people up there that cares about you. There's a few people that stands on the truth. Now, I love our president, and I pray for him. But I don't love his ways. Well, you shouldn't call out his name. Yes, I should. We are to call sin what sin is. Amen. That's right. His, his life, though his ways don't line up with the Word of God. So I can't back him as far as keeping him in office. Because his ways are not God's ways. Amen. Now sometimes he'll deceive you just like everybody else. And it ain't just him. It could be your teacher. It could be your governor. It could be your senators. And a lot of them are that way too. Preach it. It could be your preacher. could be your preacher. Preach it. There's a lot of false doctrine out here in this world today. Amen. There's a lot of false preachers. God says, you can tell a tree by their fruits. That's right. You want to see how a man, how, how his walk is? <clears throat> Look at the fruits he bears. Amen. Amen. Does he bear good fruit? Or does he buy evil fruit? Look at the fruit he buys. Most people won't stand up and say anything because they're scared. Preach it. That's what's wrong with the world today. They're scared to stand up and say anything. Preach it. The Lord told me to be bold this morning. Listen, if this preacher right here is speaking to you today, if it don't line up with the Word of God, then you just go somewhere else or, or run me off because you don't need to hear nothing that I say. Jesus Christ, He wasn't. He never made Himself perfect. He He never He never took to His heart the things of this world. It was offered to Him on a daily basis, and He rejected it. Praise God. Yep. He said, my purpose of being here is not for me. It's for you and for me. He said, I come to do my Father's will. Amen. There's nothing no better than doing my Father's will. And when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Yep. And you see what kind of heart I have. You've seen what kind of heart the Father has. The Bible says there's a time and place for all things. Whether we're presidents, whether we're preachers, whether we're senators or governors or doctors or lawyers, 
We all got a stand and given a tap before God. That's right. Amen. And I had no dream this message would come out like this. <laughs> but it has thus far. Preacher, do you get tired of sin? Oh, absolutely. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. I've had a life full, filled with sin all around me. And it makes me sick on my stomach to think how people are running around today and brother living like the scum of the earth when they can have love and goodness Amen. and blessings that come from God. Amen. And it breaks my heart. I pray for the lost today. I pray for the lost. I pray they'd be saved. I pray that they'd have a new heart like God did me. And they hate me because I stand and tell the truth today. And they'll hate you. That's right. Jesus says, no, that they hated him before they hated us. <clears throat> they didn't nail you to the cross. They did Jesus. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. You would think when you see this man, he ain't going to come to nothing. He ain't going to never have anything. He ain't never going to be anything. Yeah. Don't even nobody have, want to have anything to do with him. He's ugly. According to the scriptures, he wasn't pretty, was he? He wasn't somebody you desired to go spend time with. But you know what? When they begin to see and Jesus begins to grow, and he begins to do the Father's will, boy, the way people looked at him then began to change. They, they didn't look at his appearance no more. I don't care what Jesus looks like. I'm in love with his heart. Amen. His soul. Yeah. Now, I believe he'll be beautiful when we get to heaven. I believe you will be too. Because I think everything in heaven is going to be beautiful. Amen. Beautiful. But there's a whole lot of ugliness down here. Yeah. Let me tell you something. All these worldly things, you can't take none of it with you when you're gone. Amen. No, no. We need to be able to see through what's beyond the veil. Jesus, the Bible said the veil was rent and that we can see what's beyond the veil. That we have something to look forward to. Amen? And that's a place called heaven. I'm not running Jesus down. I love Jesus more than I love anything. More than I love anything. I love Jesus more than I love anything. Amen. My family, my children, my, my church family, my neighbors. I love Jesus more than I love anything. Because he loved me. He forgave me and I owe him everything. That's right. And so the appearance don't mean nothing to me. Me and my wife, we don't look like we used to. 
So, we know we're going to get old one day, Caleb. We can't stay young forever down here. What's held us together? It ain't our beauty. <laughs> Y'all tell that we're looking up here, amen? But it's the love we have in our heart for one another. Amen. And God is that love. He put that love in our heart. <clears throat> Sometimes I think, well, you know, if God took her home, I'd be all right. And other times I just, it just breaks my heart. Lord, I just don't know if I can make it without her or not. Amen. But I have God, and you have God, and that's how you'll get through. Amen. Amen. God wants you to be able to look at what really is meaningful today. Amen. I told you I won't get nowhere in this. I got a whole lot to preach on here. He wants you to be able to not look, not think about the outward appearance. It's not about that. That's right. It's about what's in her heart. Amen. What's in her heart? Have you have you checked your heart lately? What are you really looking at? Are you are you looking at the outside and saying and wishing it would look better or done better or shape better or form better or are you looking with your heart? Preach it. What do you see with your heart? Or are you looking with your eyes? I think more people are looking with, with their, their eyes than with their heart. Amen. Right. Amen. Take a minute. <clears throat> and think about the person that's sitting beside you. That person is sitting beside you. What if, you, what if they weren't here tomorrow? Would you, is anything you'd like to say? Is there anything you'd like to do? Well, if there is, you better do it today because they may not be here tomorrow. You're right. Amen. Amen. If you hadn't told them that you love them and showed them that you love them as you ought to do it today because tomorrow they may not be here. tell my wife every day I love her. I'll show her every day that I love her. I try to show my children. I try to show my church that I love you. I try to show my neighbors that I love them. And when they cry, I cry. And when they hurt, I hurt. But when they rejoice, I rejoice. Amen. Amen. And like Paul said, I become all things of all people that I may lead some of the Christ. Amen. we got to look beyond our eyes today. And we've got to start looking. Because God, people ain't seeing what you're seeing. People seeing what's inside of you. That's right. As you live from day to day. Amen. Jesus didn't want nobody he didn't want to be nobody. He didn't want to come before anybody 
because of how handsome he was or might have been or uh, how big his muscles were. Or... No, it ain't about none of those things. It's about what's inside of your heart today. Amen. And who is it that you really love? You love Jesus, that's good. But do you love one another the way that he loves you? That's how God said to do. Yep. Ain't it? Yep. He said, love one another as I have loved thee. Let me tell you something. Sin is deceiving. It'll blind you. Preach it. And then when it gets you down, you'll see what it really looks like. Yep. And you say, my God. What have I done with my life and how I've destroyed yep. other people in my life? Amen. Lord, I want to come clean. I want to be able to see the way you see God and love the way you love God. That's what we to strive for is to be more like him. Amen. Don't worry about your outward appearance. Amen. I hadn't even shaved when I went to sing Brent. I told Sonner, I said, sorry, I hate to go up there like this. She said, it ain't going to make no difference. I said, you right, it ain't. And it did. I had a two-day beard and, a, and dirty clothes that I'd been working and fooling around yesterday and doing some things. But that, and nobody say nothing about that, that nobody... Look down on me on account of that. Preach it. But you know what? When I spoke, they listened. Every one of them. The whole world full of them. Because I spoke from God's heart. Amen. To a family that was in need. Amen. Amen. And that's what your life is supposed to represent. And your family needs you. And your neighbors need you. And your church needs you. And your pastor needs you. Needs your prayers. Needs your support. Needs your help to help lead others under Christ. Amen. So, it goes beyond. And that's why the Lord made it put in there exactly the way he looked. He had no form nor comeliness and when we shall see him there is no beauty there is no beauty that we should desire to have i told you the truth today amen because that's what the word of god says that baby that i assume might have been ugly but it was loved his mom and daddy loved it and it may have grown up to be one of the beautiful children of all but you see, when I looked upon it, my first thought is what it looked like on the outside. And then I said, later on that night, I said, God forgive me for saying that, because I know that child is just as special as any other child is. Amen. 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 Said he is <clears throat> despised and rejected a man, a man of sorrow. 
Oh, you think you have a sorrow. Children, we don't know what sorrow is. I told the Lord last night when I was thinking about my loved ones, thinking about little Marley and the heartache and hardship that Courtney and Scotty has went through for the past every day of her life and the sorrow and the times they've had her in the hospital and the Christmases they've had to spend in the hospital and everything on account of that little baby. And let me tell you something. God put that child with a family that would stay the course. Amen. And children, that's what we got to do. We got to stay the course. And you might have sorrow, but when you have sorrow, you just think about what Jesus went through for you. He was despised and he was rejected of man. You ever been rejected of man? You ever been despised? I have. There's a woman in this church one time told me, she said, I hate your guts. You know what I told her? I said, I love you. Well, I don't love you. I said, that's okay. You get to heaven, you'll have to love me. what I told her. Oh, she was mad. She was mad. You know why she was mad? Because I told her the truth. Amen. Amen. A few years later, after she'd been gone from the church, I was in a funeral one day. I was at the graveside. I looked up. Here she comes. Wide up. I said, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and she come and flew and wrapped her arms around me and cried. She said, Preacher, forgive me. Amen. I said, I already have. I forgive you today, you don't. She said, I'm sorry. And I said, Well, if I hurt you, I'm sorry too. Amen. And we're good friends now. See, when God gets your heart where it needs to be, you will do the right thing. Amen. Amen. That's proof of it right there. Amen. You will do the right thing. When your heart is made right, and I want you to think about that today. When your heart is made right, if you ain't done the right thing, then your heart has been made right. That's right. Amen. You need to think about that. That's right. A man of sorrows. He was acquainted with grief. And we did hide as it were our faces from him. And he was despised. And we esteemed him not. That's the way they treated him. His own disciples denied him. Every one of them. He went to that cross alone. Yeah. It was all denying him. Then they stood afar off and they cried. And Judas went on and hung him, killed himself because he was the one that betrayed the Lord. Well, the Bible said it had been better if he had never been born. 
Let me tell you something about Jesus. He is high. And he is mighty. And he's going to be Lord of Lords and King of Kings. But he never come high and mighty. Amen. He come to serve us. Amen. And he did. He served us. And he's brought us to heavenly places. Because when I get in his word, I go to heavenly places in him. Amen. He tells me about what heaven's going to look like. He tells me about how it's going to be when we get there. He tells me I can lay up treasures there. He tells me not to lay them up down here because somebody's going to steal them. They're some thief out there. He's going to get it somehow. If he can get his hands on it, he's got it. Amen? Yep. <laughs> I've had a lot of stuff stolen from me. I ain't never caught but one of them. I don't think they've done nothing to him. But you know what? I don't worry about it no more. Amen. Because if you steal from me, you're stealing from God. And if you, you're looking down upon me, you're looking down upon the Lord because he made me, he called me. Look, you got to look beyond the outward appearance. you got to look to the heart. I know this too right here. They're getting ready to go back to school. Y'all pray for them. That uh, they can find a good church to be in down there. And let me tell you, when you know when you're at the right one, when your heart starts bearing witness one with another, then you know where God wants you to be. And when things start lining up the way it should, and you in a place where God can use you. Mm -hmm. I used to be in a place where God told me to leave there because he couldn't use me there. Nobody gave me opportunity to do anything. You have the opportunity here. You want to do something for the Lord, you got to let us know what it is. Amen. And we'll help you pray and we'll help you see if it's in your heart to do it for God. Amen. We're not going to stand in your way. Amen. Amen. But it's got to line up with the word. Listen. I've never before in my life ever thought of Jesus as being ugly. But Bible says he's everything, he was everything but pretty. There was no desire. And I just come to me sitting right there this morning. I said, Lord, that means he's probably even an ugly baby, wasn't he? Yeah, he probably was. But only a mother could love, amen? <laughs> he had a face probably only a mother could love, amen? But that's all right. She loved him. And when he was leaving out, he said, y'all, remember my mother? Mm -hmm. You take care of her. You be there for her. She's my mother. Amen? Amen. Listen. People's waiting to see the, the God in you. Amen. That's what people's waiting on, to see the God in you. Not the bad in you, but the God in you. Let him come out. 
Don't hide his presence inside of you. Let him come out of you. Amen. He says, you're like a city upon a hill. If you put a camel under a bushel, what good is that? The Bible says you got to put it on a candlestick for the whole world. Amen. Let that light come out of you. Hey, some of you that's maybe been scared, you just let that true light come out of you. Amen. Don't be scared. That's going to be the greatest thing that ever happened to you. It's when you let what's in you come out <coughs> and show people your heart for what it really is. And maybe there might be some might say, well, I don't want people to see what my heart is. Well, come up here and talk to God about it and get it made clean. Amen? Amen. That's why we're here today. Kendall's coming back to the piano. Let us all stand. You have a need to come to this office. Would you just mind the Lord? Would you mind the Lord today? It's not what's out here that matters. You know, when they talked about Mary this morning, when Jess was a preaching about Mary and it said her soul and her spirit magnified the Lord Amen. she was singing praises she was rejoicing from her soul and from her spirit her flesh was sin just like the rest of us but her soul was cleansed from within and her soul and her Today, yes, God laid upon your heart and let me pray this mind the Lord. I see a lot of people heading to the altar. Let me talk to God. And if they sang fire and you've been hiding from the Lord, you say, God, I'm ready to give this all out.
place of presence, beautiful, wonderfully made. Amen. As David said, I'm wonderfully made. Amen. Amen. And it's the Lord that's going to make it up. He's going to polish you up, get you ready for the kingdom of God. You just got to obey Him. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your words. And Lord, I thank you. Anybody have anything from the heart?